Hi, y'all. It's Dana just coming at you to let you know, since you're listening to older podcasts and maybe you haven't heard yet, I now train and certify decluttering coaches in my no mess decluttering process. Go find out if there is a coach who is near you who can help lead you through the decluttering process. Go to declutteringcoaches.com. That's my website. Everyone listed there is trained and certified by me. We now have coaches all over the world. If there's not somebody near enough to you that they can come and help you in person, most of our coaches also offer virtual coaching. And that has helped a lot of people be very successful in working through their clutter. If you are interested in becoming a decluttering coach, go to declutteringcoaches.com, find out about taking the decluttering coach training course and find out what it means to then pursue certification. All right, now go enjoy the podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana K. White. I am the author of three books, including Organizing for the Rest of Us, which is my newest one. And I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number, make sure I get this right. It is number 334. Wow. I've been doing this a while, y'all. It's kind of crazy. Um, so I am going to call today's podcast, Fighting the Project Mentality and Identifying Key Tasks. So I spoke with Jennifer and she... Um, it was a really fun conversation. Like we just had a great time. She's experienced a lot of success, but um, we just talked about, you know, some, some things going on in her house and that project mentality, y'all, that's real for so many of us, right? So um, I did want to remind you that if you would like to apply to do one of these sessions, I take applications from those who are patrons of the show. Um, that's one of the perks of being a patron is that you can apply to do these. Uh, if you'd like to know more about being a patron of the show, you can go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash a slob comes clean. Uh, and find out more information there about how to do that. I also want to mention, because she talks about it in the course of this podcast, uh, that uh, she has she's a member of the Take Your House Back course, and it's been really helpful for her. So that is open now. So you can go to takeyourhouseback.com and join in with that. We will have another all-day declutter. I don't know if that's what she mentioned or not. I can't remember. But we will do that, I think, on May 7th. So uh, until sometime that week. So in the next week or so, it's actually on sale for under $100. And then um, it's actually going to stay open now. So I know in the past we've done like a open and close, but we're just um, going to leave it open, but it will be open at the $127 price, I think. So anyway, if you want to get in on that, go to takeyourhouseback.com. And after I'll tell you, well, I'll go ahead and tell you right now. <laughs> um, so off the mic, which I'm always like, oh, I shouldn't have stopped recording. But uh, we talked about the Take Your House Back course. And um, anyway, she talked about how she had a friend who 
whose husband was like, uh, spending this money on here, you know, on the, of course, which I totally understand that because I'm a cheapskate too. I mean, no, I'm not saying he's a cheapskate. I'm just saying like, it's not a light weight thing for me to spend money. Okay. But I really believe in this course because I'm seeing how much of an impact it's having on so many people. Anyway, so she was saying how she helped justify this cost for her friend who was considering it. And she was like, yes, it's absolutely worth it because this is what I've learned. This is what I've um, been able to do in my home. So anyway, I thought that was cool. All right. So here we go. Here's my conversation with Jennifer. All right, Jennifer, thanks for hello coming on the podcast with me. This took a long time for us to get it actually to happen, right? It did. I was so excited about this. Um, I think the first time we were doing it, we were getting in a snowstorm and I was worried about the power going out and, and, you know, then other things happened, but I'm glad it worked out today. Yay. Thanks for coming on. Okay. So tell me a little bit about you, your unique life situation, whatever you want to tell us. I'm married. We have an eight-year-old daughter and um, an interesting thing is my husband works out of town. He Um, work shift work out of town and it started back when we were dating and then got married and then it was like you know you don't get rid of a job and it's a good paying job and a good job so um, I teach in the main town where we live I've been teaching this is my 20th year so he was like he didn't want me to leave there and he wanted our child to go there to school so we kind of have a split place so a lot of times the majority of the household responsibilities and things like that always fall on me. And then for the last like three months, he was having to work a lot of overtime. And so I would usually catch up on the weekends because that's when I had free time and we were going down to our other place on the weekends. So nothing happened at all. And so it was like trying just to keep up with that, but that's kind Mm -hmm. of like our main thing that we do. So I work full time out of the house and we just, we have the one uh, eight-year-old girl. Okay. When you say out of the house, you mean away from the house, right? Away from the house. Yeah. Okay. okay. I go to school. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're not doing virtual learning right now. Thankfully. (laughs) Hallelujah. Right. I met your daughter. She is adorable. Yes. Yes. She's a huge fan of yours all day long. She's been (laughs) like, when is it four o'clock? Cause we were off today from school for another reason. And, and she's been like, um, how long is it till four o'clock? How long is it till the interview? So she was making sure she was going to talk to you. I love it. That's so great. Okay. Well, tell me something that's been working well for you in your home. So in my house, I will say the, do the easy stuff and do the dishes. So I tend to overthink things. Um, and I will say I was introduced to your podcast by one of my dearest friends and she was like, I think you're going to really relate to her. And, um, you said it before people get the title of your podcast and you're like, Oh, and I went back to the very beginning because this is after you had a few years of going with it. And so I was like, I'm starting episode one. And you talked about how you had to get ready for guests. And I was like, I do the same thing. Like, you're like, I can be ready for anybody. <laughs> Give me two weeks, one week to put everything up, one week to clean. And then you're like, my house is amazing. Why can't it stay this way? And I was like, oh, so I had to switch my thinking, which it's an ongoing thing. And it's do the easy stuff and do the dishes. And you'll be like, set a timer for five minutes, even whether it's to pick up or do something. And we set those timers on the watch on Alexa, whatever to, um, get that going. So were you offended when she said you should listen to a podcast called the slob comes? 
<laughs> not really, because when I, I don't tell you when you did the whole first thing I was, we were actually driving down to other places. It's a three hour drive between our houses. Oh, wow. And so I was driving and it's like, you go like down to the, you know, to the Southern part of our state where there's not a lot going on. So you're just driving and that's just it. And I'm like driving and my face was like, huh, that's exactly what I do. Yeah. Oh no, that makes total sense to me. So no, it was like, when she said it, I was like, okay, this is going to be life-changing. And when I like do what you say, which is like, just go and do it, you know, and, and do all this stuff. It is, it's life-changing how simple it is. Yet I can't seem to sometimes keep it yeah. consistent, you know, oh, yeah. and that's the thing. I totally yeah. understand that completely. So tell me something yeah. else that's been working well for you. Oh, and this is when I resisted the hardest because I was like, it just went against my whole thought process. It's the go put it there now. And I was like, why am I going to get out of my hyper focus of everything? But when I do that, and it's like you said, sometimes you'll get distracted with other things and then you never have to go back and pick up the entire closet that you pulled out or, you know, the whole bed is covered with every article of clothing that you own, but the go put it there now. And then to look, look, always look and try to gather what you can. That has been the second biggest thing. And so I've tried to do that, you know, look, look, always look, take it and go. So tell me like, so you resisted the take it there now, which I did too, that it does Mm -hmm. not make sense. Like it really does not (laughs) until you actually try it. So like, do you remember that moment of being like, oh, wait, I guess this has made a difference. Cause I don't feel like take it there now immediately. Mm-hmm. Like you don't mm-hmm. immediately understand until it's kind of like you're into it and you go, wait a minute, I have not had the same constant issue that I have every other time I've decluttered. So do you remember that at all? I do because it, it it's one of the things I want to talk about. It's getting out of the project mentality of the, like, if I just have a whole day, I'll get my whole house in order. My life will be perfect and everything will be great. So it was a time when I was like, we have this awkward, like hour between things, you know, can I sit here and play on my phone? And then I'm like, no, look around the house. It's stressing you out. Go put something up. And it was like, we did like a quick little, I was picking up stuff. And then I was like, all right, this goes here. Oh, go take this here, take this here. And then I remember we had to leave and I was like, it really did make a difference. And I I don't have to come back and think, oh, now I have these piles of everything to have to go and put back up because I can't tell you how many times, like whenever my husband would come home and maybe it was like in the summer and we were off and I've decided I'm rearranging the whole closet and he'll come in and he's like, well, where, where am I supposed to actually like walk in the bedroom or (laughs) sit on the couch. And, you know, when your kid's like, can we move this pile so I can sit on this one corner? You're like, you have to do something different. So yeah, that I I mean, like when it happened, when that happened and like clearing off, I can't ever keep our dining table cleared off because that's where I put important things because it's visual. It's right there. It's centrally located. But when I will take and clear stuff off, then it's like, if I have to go cook dinner or go help with something, I can look around and be like, I'm actually done. And it made a difference. I don't have to go back and finish up the whole thing. Yeah, no, I, it's, I know it's life-changing and I constantly Mm -hmm. have to remind myself that it's life-changing because I constantly want to not do it. You know I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's something I have to talk, still have to out loud, talk to myself about. (laughs) So, yes. Well, and if I try to like overthink it, then I have to be like, no, all you're doing is picking up you know, these five shirts that are on the dining table, go put them up in the t-shirt drawer, you know, things like that. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Projects. So many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority. Having someone to talk to, like a better help therapist, can really help. This time of year is always busy, but with my youngest child graduating from high school, we have lots of extra projects that need my attention. I know from experience that these are the times when it feels extra helpful and essential to talk through my emotions with my therapist. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist. The online platform simplifies the process. It's accessible and affordable. After answering a short questionnaire, you can choose whether you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat, and you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash clean. Y'all know I am all about identifying what things you can do to make overwhelming tasks possible. Buying a home or selling a home can be completely overwhelming. Finding just the right realtor can make the whole process so much easier. That's why I want to tell you about Redfin. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents. With a listing fee as low as 1%, Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. I know firsthand what a difference having the right real estate agent can make. We would have been lost without ours when we bought our current home and sold our old home a couple of years ago. Download the Redfin app to get started. So let's talk about your first question or situation that you want to discuss. First thing, and I just mentioned it was getting out of the project mentality. And so I, I I mean, honestly, I realized even preparing for this interview, I have like five pens in case one gets, you know, runs out. I have my paper, I have my notes at the top. And I was like, what is it that I just love everything to be this big old project? And so I'll be like, I'll just put this off to the weekend. And when I had this whole day, and even like today, we were off, we had like a little appointment this morning. And I was like, I have three hours before I have to talk with her. How much can I get done? I can clean up the whole entire house. No, I I didn't. So it's trying to get myself into that, just do something now. And it's, Mm -hmm. and it's the, the house is not the project. When I told my family, like, what were my three things that we're going to talk about? They were all like... (laughs) Yeah, but no, I, that works for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yes, you do do that. Mm-hmm. That was, and my husband was like, I think those are great questions. He was like, I can't wait to see her answers, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay. So I get it. Like the project mentality, you're a teacher, you're all about the projects, right? Like that's where you, that's your, your yes. place where you feel super mm-hmm. competent, right? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. And so, then the, also you talked about it before too, with the seeing value in everything. Well, I don't need this, like, you know, these five mason jars right now, but I may have this one project later on. So I'll be so happy. I already had those, you know, you know, That's one of the things thing. I love about projects is I love completing sections. You know what I mean? Like I, I have mm-hmm, an overall mm-hmm. plan and I complete things that then move me toward having the whole project done. Like that's what I enjoy. Do you relate to that? I totally relate to that. So I I think, you know, you talked about the, what if, and all the, the possibilities and the items and things like that. Remember that every item actually leaving the house moves you toward the house being what you want it to be. No, your house is not a project. Mm. Okay. But you have a, this is what I envision my house to be. I envision it to be one that's easier for me to maintain. I envision it being one where I don't have to spend my entire weekends, uh, catching up. I envision it being one where I can have people come over without having to, like you said, put everything away, which for me meant shove everything in the master bedroom because I didn't actually have a place to put things away, you know? Oh no. Yes. I totally relate. So it's just moving the mess from one area to another. And in the, another area, it couldn't be a spread out. So then it was piles and then it was more, you know, so all this. And so remembering that yet, no, your house is not a project. And yet it, there is a goal for your house, right? Your goal is that it be functional and the way that you want it to be for you to be able to do the things you want to do. And to remember that every item being removed is, is like a definite actual step toward that house that you're wanting. So I'm saying like, if you will, if you will move, if you will remove it and you will get it all the way gone, like it's either in the trash or the recycling bin or the donate box and all the way to the Mm -hmm. donate place, you know, everything that's gone, you never have to spend time on it again. You never have to spend energy again. And so it's taking that and remembering these little things that will move you toward mm-hmm. this ultimate goal that you have. And then, you know, really one of the biggest things for me with the house, not being a project was, you know, I would put off daily stuff with the idea that all of that was the project of my house. Well, that's just not true. And I had to learn it the hard way and it wasn't fun to learn. It's still not fun to learn when I have to relearn it again and again, but you know, you've got your dishes under control, right? right. Uh, well, they, I will say they were under control lately. Probably they haven't been. And I was like, I'm going to get them like cleaned out before I even talk to her on the phone. Cause who can talk to Dana with dishes <laughs> in your sink? You and that, and that didn't even, I, I, I did. And they're in there, but I was like, tonight, tonight they're happening. And so that was the thing I um, had to get, you know, I have all of your books. I have them like in print on my Kindle. And I have them like, so I can listen to them, um, like audibly. And so I was, you were talking about the daily habits are not the project. And I was like, I'm treating the daily habits like a project too. That was, and you just said it there again. And and with that, with the dishes, if you're at a point where realistically you need to catch up, Mm -hmm. then remembering that even if I don't finish the dishes, I need to, do you have a dishwasher? I do. And it's loaded. It's ready to go as soon as we get off. Okay. (laughs) So yeah, it's like, even, even if I can't do all of it, I am going to Mm -hmm. run my dishwasher. 
yes. you know, be, okay. because when you get behind it, it's so easy to be like, oh my goodness, that's going to take longer. Oh my goodness. That's going to take mm-hmm. longer. Mm-hmm. I've got to set aside another chunk of time, that whole project mentality and instead say, okay, all I'm going to do is run the dishwasher, mm-hmm. which is like, really, that's all I'm going to do when there's so much more than that to do. And yet doing that is one do little that. step, yes. one little step. Okay. Um, I can do that. Yeah. And, and then looking, are, are you doing the five minute pickup? I, <laughs> you know, I listen to these and everybody starts, you ask the questions and everybody's like, well, and I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. And then you ask the question and I'm like, well, so I set an alarm on my phone. Cause I was like, I'll set an alarm and I'll make it this really annoying sound. So I'll have to stop it and I'll totally do it. And it'll make me just motivated to do it. Everybody will know that's the sound for the pickup. And then I would just hit snooze or I turn it off, which doesn't help. So I've now started like the last few weeks because you know we've actually been back and now we're kind of getting back to like our family's regular mm-hmm. schedule. And I'm like, okay, whenever you think of it, set the timer. And I figured out the song um, final countdown is about five minutes and 43 seconds. So I'll oh, play perfect. that. Yeah, it's perfect. And then as I'm doing it and I'm like putting stuff up or if I'm trying to find stuff to take away, I'm like, oh, it's your final countdown. You're going away. You're in the donate box. <laughs> so I've been trying to do that. And it yeah. does make a difference. A problem that I was having is I was thinking I could do my five minute pickup and our daughter could do hers. And I've heard it. Several recent interviews have been with the kids, you've got to just help them with that one. I can't have it at the same time. We're not at that stage. We're not at that point yet. So when we've done that, because she likes to play and leave everything out and my poor husband just has like paths to walk through. And then when he comes back and she's got, you know, her Lego thing out or this Play-Doh all Mm -hmm. stuff everywhere, he doesn't look down to say, oh, should I step over this or something, you know? So yeah. I need to do better, but I have been like, as soon as I think of it, if it pops in my head, just get up and do it, you know? Yeah. No, I, I mean, I think it's that doing it imperfectly too. Like, you know, you're mm-hmm. saying because you're like, okay, I need to do it at this time. Well, that didn't work. Mm-hmm. So you're doing the right thing and that you're doing it when you think okay. of it. I know ideally you would love to have your own and your one where you help mm-hmm. your daughter, but even if all you can do is help your daughter for five minutes, that is worth it. Like it's always worth that five minutes. And with every single time that you do that, it it builds those skills to where she'll get closer. Mm -hmm. You'll be able to do it faster. You'll be able to do more in five minutes. You'll remember to do it sooner because the house is looking nicer. So you start to notice when things are out of place, Mm -hmm. you know, so it just, it all builds on each other. And so really, um, the best way to combat the project mentality is to throw it out the window and say, I am going to focus on the basic, basic, basic habits, because that is what actually will change your house is those basic habits. And then the decluttering is appealing because it makes the habits so much easier. You know, it's like, okay, I'm, if I just had less stuff, there would be less stuff to Mm -hmm. be out of place. And then the five minute pickup would be easier. Oh, okay. You know, so like all of that works together, but the way the very first thing to really focus in on when you're, I mean, you've done a lot already. Okay. You've made progress. Mm-hmm. You have figured things out, but always going back to, let me just zone in on these zoom in zone in, which one is the word? I don't know. Anyway, I would say zone in like, or yeah. hone in, like hone my phone in. Yes. yes. On these specific habits say, I'm just going to focus on these so hard because 
that is the thing that ultimately changes your home. And as you see the impact of it, it reminds you again through experience, mm-hmm. oh, wait, this is where the power is not in the putting things off to, to make it a project. I like that. Anything else you want to talk about on that? No, I think that's really good. I mean, like I was sitting there the other night at, I was getting ready to go to sleep and it was like, you know, late. It was almost like 11 or something. And I was like, do the dishes. I was like, well, we have the dishwashers running. And I was like, and she says, sweep the floor. And I was like, it's almost 11 o'clock, but I was like, sweep the floor. And then the next morning, my husband was like, wow, the floor looks great this morning. Now, never mind the, you know, counter was overflowing with like cereal boxes and all that kind of stuff. But he would, he noticed the floor and I was like, do the basics, do the basics. So yeah. no, this is good. It's just re, you know, re, it emphasizes that. Yeah. Well, and I think the whole, like going back and working on this again, mm-hmm that's where the real learning is. Right. I mean, you're a teacher mm-hmm. and you, I mean, I remember my, <laughs> my daughter said at one point, and I'm sure I told this story, but, or one of my kids at some points said, they were like, I wish they would just teach us what we need to know in the grade that we're actually in because they would always be where well, you're going to need to know this for next, you know, mm-hmm. for next year and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, why don't you just teach anyway? But the whole point is everything builds on each other. And right. it's like, right. when, when somebody is having trouble with the bigger concepts, what do you do? You, you break go, it down, you break it down yeah. and you go back and you make sure that they know and remember mm-hmm all of the, the basic functions that then build to that. And then that like makes you, you can go faster because you have learned mm-hmm. it in the past, but um, anyway, just yeah. going back to that. Um, I think that's good. Okay. So what's another situation yeah. you want to talk about? Stuff shifting. Yeah. And my mom, I explained that to my mom and she was like, she was like, is it like, it sounds like you shift your stuff. And I was like, well, remember how I said, I think you might like whole form I filled out. I even put as a child, I cleaned my room by stacking everything up and putting it along the, the perimeter of the room. And I was like, look, my room is clean. And I was like, you would come in and say, everything is still out, but yes, your floor is clean. And my, she started laughing and she was like, yes, you, you did do that. And then one of my sisters was like, and you will, you be like the living room's clean. And it's like, but what about the other rooms? Well, that's where we moved everything yes. in there. And we did all that kind of stuff. So yeah, stuff shifting, like, I, and I realize it's just, I need to get rid of this, like declutter the stuff, but then how can I make it to the stuff that I do have? You know, I'm not just moving it from one pile to another. What do you mean by that? Say that again. Like if I'm going to go through paper mm-hmm. and then like, I, you know, go through and I'm like, I can get rid of this stuff and throw that out. But what do I do? Like, I guess it's like trying to find a final place for everything. Um, Cause then sometimes I'll repile it with another one. Like I'll go through it again. Um, and then I'll really figure out a paper system to put it up or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I do, I just move things from room to room. Yeah. It's the taking it there now and mm-hmm. making a, an official place for it. Okay. So, so even, even if you haven't, sorted completely your paper yet, Mm -hmm. you have an official place for paper. And that official place is where I would look for this first. Okay. And it needs to be a place, you know, and Mm -hmm. then as you, you know, and it's defined, it's defined by the space that it is. And then that's where the container concept comes in, which so many times the container concept, 
you know, it feels like all paper is important and you've done well and that you're already getting mm-hmm. rid of the ones that are easy, right? You're getting the trash out of there, which yes. significantly yes. reduces. But even as you bring it to this place where you would look for it first and this place is limited and you're like, oh, there's, you know, I've, I've been doing this and now there's more mm-hmm. here than will actually fit. Then there's things like, okay, then I need to take the time to go digital on these three things that I kept collecting a bunch of, you know, like, and so that Mm -hmm. taking that time to go digital on that, those certain things is a valid use of your decluttering energy. And it's allowing, Mm -hmm. then allows you to get rid of some other things, you know, oh, I need to make this phone call. I need to, whatever, if I've been saving these things for something, you know, you know what I mean? Like taking that action is part of the decluttering process. If it allows me to get rid of stuff so that I don't have that anymore. Does that make that sense? sense? It totally does. I really like, cause I'm, I'm part of the take your house back crew. And I, I actually just, I was coming up on my one year. And so I you was able to like renew it and do that again, because I was like, I'm tired of all of my like phone memories coming back of the same, like areas looking the same and cleaning up. And I was like, we've got to start doing it. But I really did buckle down on a lot of the paper stuff between that and then between your new way, which is the way that they talk about on there mm-hmm. and actually doing it. And I remember I went through it and I had like my old calendars from 1999 mm-hmm. and my one of my sisters was like, why did you even have it? And I said, well, you had to keep it, you know, kept up with it and it was important. You had stuff in it. And she was like, 1999, <laughs> she was like, none <laughs> of that stuff is none of that stuff is relevant anymore. And I, was I like, don't have a sister, true, you know, but so. the feeling that I get is that sisters are really good at calling you out on stuff, right? They like, are so, they're so good, but they're also <laughs> so supportive. I will yeah. remember like when we had our daughter, they all came in and my husband kind of got a little, his feelings were a little hurt. Cause he said, you let her like clean up a little bit and pick up stuff. And I said, she grew up like I did. She knows that I do like, you know, this has this important place. So she knew a pile needed to stay all in the same area. I said, she's, she knows how I like keep everything. He wants to help by like, I'll put it all in this basket or I'll clear it all off for you. But then I, I can't remember where anything was because I'm so visual. Um, but yeah, I know she's good, but she is also like, she was like, you know, they're also very supportive. So too. That's great. That's great. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So, yeah, I mean, so you have, so the three, the three sort system, and I know that I think Cass and Dom maybe use five categories and I do, Mm -hmm. I have it even more narrowed down to three and just say, okay, 
this is what I'm doing with my paper. I'm putting it in action. Like this is something mm-hmm. that I definitely have to do something with. I'm putting it in wait and see, but, but it's a limited space, which really makes me determine, is this really something I can wait and see, or do I need to just look it up right this second and mm-hmm. decide yes or no. Um, and then by the year file and, and remember too, you know, I know we kind of get off on paper here, but remember yeah. the key is to start with the incoming stuff before you start dealing with other stuff, set up the system for new stuff coming in, because mm-hmm. that has such a huge impact on, on all of this, you know, is just knowing where something is going to go. And then you start to get used to that and you start to see, oh yeah, everything can fit in those categories. And now that mm-hmm. I realize that, then it changes how I look at the the backlog as I'm dealing with regular decluttering in some place, I run across mm-hmm. paper. I have to take it to the place where I would look for it first. And then does it actually have, you know, a role to fill here? Does it need to actually be kept or not? Yes. I like that. Yeah. I try to apply that to like, you know, grocery shopping, mm-hmm. things like that. Don't, you don't have to like start from the very beginning, just start at this point. And that, yes. you know, that went back to the project mentality of like, let me make it a project and yes. do all that stuff. <laughs> totally understand. Totally understand. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's with the stuff shifting, you know, it's the, the making, forcing yourself to take it there now, forcing yourself mm-hmm. to, if it does not have a place, if you don't like it in this place where you would look for it mm-hmm. first, you know, and that's how you determine the place where you'd look for it first, then I love it, but it has to go. It just has to. And and then it leaves. And so, you know, taking the time to say, I'm going to actually spend some of my time, um, some of my decluttering energy, you know, maybe these weekends or things that you normally would have set aside mm-hmm. for something. I'm going to take that time and get stuff all the way out of the house, like drop it off somewhere, get the stuff completely gone Mm -hmm. so that I can start to experience the real true benefit and value of things being actually gone from the house. Yeah. And I've I've been collecting, I have our donate boxes. My husband laughs because he'll be like, let's take cardboard our school or we'll cycle that. And um, I'm like, no, no, not this one. This one's a good one. Um, And then our donating is we do have a flea market with our school and it helps like um, provide tuition for our you know, all the students that go there and they'll do that kind of stuff. So it's, it's a win-win it's helping everybody as we get it out. And so I've tried to start making a, um, like load it up on the weekends and drop it off on Mondays kind of schedule of like, just Mm -hmm. have a box going all the time. So yeah, that's great. That's great. I like that. Okay. And what was your (laughs) third thing you want to talk about? So my third thing was, you know, I know your big thing is we do the dishes, do the dishes. Um, and, and like the dishes equivalent. And I actually said that to a student this week of like, you know, dishes math. And he was like, I, you don't even teach math. Why are you telling me? Talk about that. And dishes, do you teach dishes? House. <laughs> he was like, what? So what would you think the teaching equivalent of like, do the dishes every day would kind of be? Um, cause I'm trying to get things organized there. And I, you had an Instagram post on it once. And I was, I've been applying that with the files and like a little bit here, but it was, I was like, what would the dishes equivalent be for a teacher? Well, I think it's the, the problem that turns into a project most easily that drives you crazy. Like, what is it that you feel like, Oh my word, here I am again. I cannot believe I'm having to say, no, I'm sorry. I've got to cancel all these plans because I've got to catch up on this thing. Um, I know for me, it would have been grades like inputting grades. 
you know, having them there, which I mean, you know, of course, you know, when I taught that was just at the beginning of actually having grades in the computer. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, um, so I know now as a parent, it's like, Oh, I, they need to put grades in, you know, consistently. So I know how my kids right. doing, but yes, so yes. I, I don't know what it is. You don't want kids. it to be that like, no, but that makes sense. Like I was thinking like task specific and I like how you switched it around of like, it's like person specific, but think about what is frustrating you because yes. And, and that goes back to how your dishes started. You're looking at that. But so for me, it would probably be either like doing that kind of putting grades in or grading like their online stuff that, you know, kind of is just ongoing an assignment that they would have or putting away papers after I'm done using them. And, yeah. um, you know, like when you like make copies and then you'd have like, here's your master and here are the extras. And so you just make this big pile and then when it gets to May, you're like, let me close up my room. And you're like, I'll organize it over the summer. And then August, you're like, eh, I don't have time for that. Yeah. You know, and then we start again. I mean, yeah, that sounds like, uh, you know, the, the, the same way that I tell people, I'm like, if you, I run my dishwasher at night, um, I empty it in the morning, mm-hmm. most days, you know, but I'm always like, if you have a, a system to where your dishes under control, don't change anything about it, you know, because I said Mm -hmm. what I do instead, you know, pick the thing that drives you the craziest, solve that problem today and then solve it again tomorrow before it turns into a problem again, and then solve it again the next day and solve it again the next day. And after seven days, you'll have figured out a routine that actually works Mm -hmm. for you and your situation. So, you know, let's talk about those, those papers that would be a small thing if you just did it and get they pile up and I can totally mm-hmm. understand that. So there's a couple things with that. Yes. The first day, like doing the dishes, the first day is not going to be fun because you will be catching up from not having done it. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. we're what we're talking in April. And so it's getting close to the <laughs> end of the school year. Right. And so you're like, right. Okay. It's been a, it's been a while it's piled up the first time, but just remember, just tell yourself, Okay. Mm-hmm. My goal here is to figure out my dishes for the classroom. Like what is my thing that I'm going to solve and know that this first day of catching up is no indication of what it's going to be like in the future. You don't mm-hmm. know what it's going to be like in the future, but this is just catching up. So it's like, I'm going to do this today and then I'm going to solve the paper problem tomorrow before it's a problem mm-hmm. again, you know, which means, okay. Some days it's going to be, oh, I had a ton of copies to make. Some days it's going to be absolutely nothing. Right. But Mm -hmm. this is, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to solve this problem today. I'm going to solve it again tomorrow until you come up with a routine. And along with that too, is that where would I look first for these papers that need to be filed? You know, do you have a spot where you put them every time or do they end up spread out over the desk? It's a little bit of both. I started making a spot and then I realized that it wasn't necessarily working because it required me to open drawers. And so mm-hmm. I'm trying to get things out in the open um, and where I can like sort it into the like different topics that we have. And so I took a day to like make a, you know, folders for all those topics I have so they can hang in. Right now they're hanging in a file cabinet, but I'm going to put them in like open files so I can just keep them out on like shelves behind my desk so mm-hmm. I can see them. And that has been working. So as I've been going through some piles of paper, like maybe I have five minutes at the end of the day, 
I can open it up and I'm like, sort, sort, sort. And then some of it I've been looking and I'm like, why am I even keeping this one? I already have one copy of that in there. I don't need 20 extra copies of the same thing that I don't even use or like we use it digitally. So I'm like, mm, recycle that. Yes. So yes. that has been helping. And then also realizing someone else may have the cute little drawers behind their desk because that works for their organizing style or them, but it doesn't work for me. Yeah. And just kind of owning what, what works for me. Yeah. No, I mean, that sounds great. And having, having that space and letting that space be your visual trigger as well, you know, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, as, oh, oops, I haven't done this in three days. And I can tell because the space is starting to get, you know, a little bit fuller or whatever. Um, but yeah, I think it's that solving it every day and, and don't give yourself a set time because you may find, oh, it's actually easier to do it, you know, very beginning of my planning period every day or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, cause I mean, sometimes when you say, oh, the best time to do that would be at the end of the day. And then, then in reality, you're like, I'm tired. I'm ready to go home. My mm-hmm. daughter is in my classroom and cranky and, you know, asking me when we're leaving or I don't know. I mean, I'm just making that up, <laughs> yeah. you know, from what I do know, <laughs> about yes. most people. um, but, but yeah, like that, that, and so instead of setting it for a time of day, say, I'm just, this is my goal. This is my focus for this week. I am going to catch up mm-hmm. on this first and it's not going to be fun, but then I'm going to solve that problem again before it turns into a problem, uh, for seven days in a row. And then that, you know, that'll help you figure out your routine for you. I like that. I like that a lot. And I think that helps me kind of get it straight in my head, you know, and then I can apply it to other things that I have. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's basically what I did when I was Mm -hmm. coming up with the four basic habits. I was not coming up with four basic habits in the beginning. I was just saying, I got to get my house under control and I would pick something Mm -hmm. to tackle. And those were the four that it kind of, as things shook down over time, it was like, no, these are the things that really, really matter the most. So, Mm -hmm. um, but it was just picking something that drove me crazy and being like, I'm just going to figure this out, you know? Um, okay. So tell me what you love about being a kindred spirit. Well, I think it's the same thing that everybody says is that when you're there, people, use the same language that you use. They are dealing with the same issues that you're dealing with and they're all supportive. You know, um, I know that even when I was trying to tell my family what I was going to talk about, I was, I was like, these may not seem like a big deal to y'all because you know, you may have your houses under control, but for, for me, it's a, it's a something I deal with. And, um, you don't ever feel like when you go into kindred spirits, like you have to explain, like, this is why this area looks like this, or, or someone's going to say, why did you ever show a before picture like that? That's horrible. Everybody is going to celebrate all the little milestones that you do, all the, you know, accomplishments that you get, even if it's, Hey, I cleared off half my dining table. They are going to cheer you on. And I love that. It, It is so refreshing to be in a group with people that just support everything. And they also, I will say this too, they also know when to like give you like a little tough love, but not too hard to where you're like all upset and ashamed or anything, but they're a little like, okay, let's look at this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't just like uh, coddle you. That's what they don't do, you know, yeah. but they're supportive and they're all good. Now, I, I think what you just said hit me because I'm like, I get it. The whole having spent my life feeling the need to explain every little mess. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, if anybody's going to see this, I've got to explain either we're working on it or, well, this is what happened yesterday, or this is how, and it's like, 
we all get it. We all know nobody's pretending that their mm-hmm. house is perfect mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, no, that's great. I love that. Yes. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? I just love how relatable you are. And I love how all of your stuff, it, it's so helpful. And, and like you say it and it just set something off in my brain that I'm like, Oh, do the dishes. Like, you know, we don't need dishes to clean, like clean dishes to eat off of every night or, you know, something like that, but it's just relatable. And I just love listening to your podcast whenever they drop and, and you're reading your books and all that kind of stuff. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. So, I mean, it's true. (laughs) And then the, (laughs) the YouTube videos I've been, if I've caught up on all the podcasts, I'll play the YouTube videos through like when we're driving. Um, and I won't, I won't watch them because that's not safe while I'm driving, but I'll listen to them, but I just, I love them. And then if I ever get a chance to actually watch them and the end notes that, um, I think it's one of your son edits them and (laughs) I just, I love it. And I love it, you know, (laughs) And, and everybody just, it's, it's just great. It just makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. I've had, I have had so much fun doing that with him. Um, mm-hmm. this past year, it's been really, I guess it's been over, I guess we're getting close to a year it's, and a half now yeah, that we're doing this. I can't mm-hmm, believe it, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so yeah, we've, yeah, we've had, but we actually, I don't know if you watched last week, well, you wouldn't have watched, you wouldn't have known, but yeah, we forgot to put the credits on. Oh. I thought of it the next day or maybe in the middle of the night after I had, right. we'd already uploaded the video and it was scheduled and I was like, we don't have time to change it. Yeah. And anyway, yeah, we, we, he, I, he got home and I was like, you know, we forgot credits. And he was like, oh, no, people love the credits. People <laughs> love, love the, yeah. the credits. Yeah. He always but, says something yeah. funny. So, okay. All right. Well, um, all right. Is there anything else you want to cover? Talk about? I think that's all. I it's have solved all your great. problems. You have, you're amazing and wonderful. And like, you know, I was ready and I was like, I told my husband, I said, all right, I'm talking to Dana on Thursday. And I was like, that means when you come in tomorrow, this weekend, I was like, we are getting it all done. And he was like, is that what she talked about? She's like, she talks about daily habits and let's take our little things. And I was like, you're right. But I was like, I am motivated. We're getting it like focused on this week. And just remember each little bit of progress does Mm -hmm. move you toward that project. Yes. But thinking of it as a project you're going to do in a weekend is actually self-defeating. And so it's like, okay, what can I do right now that has a benefit right now immediately, Mm -hmm. but also ultimately moves me toward that goal that I'm going toward. So yes, that's good. All right. Well, it's been really fun and I appreciate you coming on. Okay. I hope y'all loved that conversation with Jennifer. You know, one of the things we talked about off mic again was she cleaned out using the process, using the decluttering process. She cleaned out a throw it all room, like where things had just been building and thrown for years. And her mom came over and was like super proud of her. And like that, that's huge y'all. Like, I mean, isn't that what we all, that's what we're here for, right? (laughs) You know, so I just loved hearing about that from her. Um, And just a reminder, you know, since she talked about it and I mentioned before, you know, how she had justified the cost to a friend, the take your house back course is open right now. It is at a lower price. And the reason I'm not saying the actual price is because I can't remember, but it's somewhere in the nineties. Okay. (laughs) Um, but it's at takeyourhouseback.com. Um, and then I believe it's after May 3rd, 4th, something like that. It will go back up to the 127 and then it'll be open forever. So if you can't do it right now, totally understand, but you might want to grab it 
at the 90 something dollar price. Okay. That's at takeyourhousefact.com. And, um, I think that's all I have to say. Okay. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye.